episode of Empower Apps. I'm your host, Leo Dion, and I'm glad to talk to you today about the first day of WWDC, uh, talking about the keynote and the State of the Union, and what I think are some of the big takeaways from this first day of WWDC. So let's start off by talking about iOS 14. Um, this seems like the year where the culmination of having bigger screen phones uh, has really come to head, um, and the, really the idea of what the iPhone is and what it's for um, has been kind of emphasized this year with iOS 14. What I mean by that is we are seeing the kind of demotion of phone calls within the iPhone, um, and I think it's been a long time coming. Uh, the way that iPhone is, the uh, phone calls are presented on iPhone and iOS 14. Uh, kind of give it a step back from being taking up the whole screen um another thing was with the way siri works right it doesn't take up the whole screen now in ios 14 and i feel like that's a really big deal and um something i'm really happy to see uh coming to the next version of ios the other thing is uh, with these larger screens that we've had for quite a few years now we also see the implementation of widgets now uh, both on the well, basically on the home screen or on the app app screen, um, similar to how today uh, screen works, and I think this is a good opportunity if you're an app developer to um, use these as the same way as complications work and in increasing engagement uh, with your app and user retention. I think that could be very useful. I'm really interested in how app clips work. So app clips, the idea of that is being able to quickly download an app from anywhere for under 10 megs, it looks like. And uh, it's kind of a small preview of an app, and it's good enough for, like, if you need to use, like, a parking app real quick um, but don't want to have to download the whole app or keep it forever. That's the idea of App Clip, um, which I think is really great. I hope, at least it seems like that's a really good idea. We talked about that in our episode with Alex um, a few months ago about how um, Android has the... Uh, uh, I forgot what Android calls it, but something um, I tweeted about it. And uh, it looks like they're bringing that feature to iOS, uh, just another feature they've brought to iOS from Android uh, this year. Um, so another thing is now you can choose your own default app for like things like email in iOS. I think that's a big improvement. Um, and then, of course, we can get into... Um, well, just uh, let me see if there's anything else I want to go over. Oh, right. Picture in picture on the iPhone. Thank you. I, I've been wanting that for a while. Uh, updates to maps. Siri does translation now, so that's a pretty big deal. Um, I don't do enough group conversations, let alone group conversations with an all iPhone iOS community that I'm really crazy about a lot of. Like, they're good ideas, the threading and being able to refer to people, but it just doesn't, like, I don't know if I'm going to run into it that much. Um, and I don't do emojis, so there's that. Um, I think we covered all that. The widgets, I think. I'm really interested in that. It looks fairly simple. Um, they went over it a bit in the State of the Union. I mean, it's uh, super simple, but not like I didn't get it. Like, I could figure out how to do it. And so um, I'm looking forward to playing around with that in iOS as well. Um, iPad OS, <clears throat> which, of course, is more or less very similar to iOS. Um, but allowing for bigger UI, uh, it really is taking advantage of, the, of that as well. 
um, big emphasis on like sidebars um, in a lot of apps, a new sidebar uh, GUI or uh, UI widget that they're adding. It looks like the we got some more info on the LiDAR scanner and the availability to developers to use that with measuring distance in AR kit. The pencil is a huge deal, it looked like. Um, the pencil uh, has now this new uh, scribble ability to be able to read out text and um, be able to translate handwrite, handwriting to actual text and to uh, also um, be able to do translations. It can read shapes as well. Um, there's a lot of really, I'm looking forward to trying out this new stuff on the pencil. I'm installing iOS 14 on my uh, iPad Pro. So um, that that is really interesting. Also about widgets, um, they apparently come in like three sizes uh, and the SDK is called Widget Kit um, and it uses like kind of like a timeline entry, uh, which sounds really similar to how time travel works with complications. And you could also do stacks and smart stacks and it tries to figure out what's the most important thing based on machine learning. So that looks really interesting when it comes to widgets. Uh, the other thing I like is that app developers now have to include a privacy policy um, with their apps. And that looks like really clear and concise. I'm actually, I think this is a good idea. Um, anything that makes my app not look like it's creepy, I think I'm all for that. Um, it'll be interesting to see how some social media apps uh, use this feature. But uh, hopefully, um, I think it's a good thing. I think if we can earn more trust from our users, that's great. Um so watchOS really surprisingly didn't have a lot. I was hoping for a lot more. Um, we got a lot of built-in features into the OS, but nothing like necessarily for developers. We'll see if um, over the week as I watch more of these videos, what else comes out when it comes to watchOS um, and what is going on there. And then um, macOS, finally we have macOS 11. Uh, that's fantastic. Yay. Um, and there's a big reason for that, which we'll get into a little bit. Um, but before before I leave that, um, Safari web extensions, I'm really interested in how this is a big improvement. Um, is this going to be easier for folks to do? Uh, because apparently you can migrate like Chrome and Edge and uh, Firefox extensions over to Safari in a much easier way. Really curious about that. So we'll see um, how that works. Um I'm not going to talk about tvOS because it really isn't a lot there, and um, the I think the Find My um, I thought was really interesting. I figured this was headed towards um, Apple coming out with its own tags, um, but it looks like more or less what they're going to be doing is allowing third parties to build their own Apple tags essentially or make them compatible with the Find My app. That's really interesting. So that's not where I thought it was going. So essentially it looks like somebody like Tile could register and say, hey, we want to support Find My and then it can be used in the Find My app. Um, that's not where I expected that story to go. Um, I'll, we'll see how this goes over the next few weeks. But that that seems like more uh, they're allowing, kind of like HomeKit, they're allowing manufacturers essentially to have like a certification um, similar to like HomeKit uh, to be compatible with the Find My app. So that is really interesting. So let's talk a little bit about the elephant in the room. Uh, Apple is going to be slowly transitioning over the next couple of years away from Intel to uh, its own Apple Silicon. And they never said arm in the entire presentation set this today uh, but it sounds like more or less kind of like an arm 
basically ARM architecture they've they've been using um, for like gosh knows how how long ARM sixty four bit. Um, similar to how their iOS stuff does. I have like full confidence that this is going to work out well, honestly. Um, we'll see You know if I have to eat my words, but this is probably one thing I'm not worried about uh, amongst everything talked about today. Um, with Apple, I kind of have this apprehension, especially with last year, that features that they announced at WWDC end up not coming in the full release because they just can't fix all the bugs. Um, but my hope is... Um, but, but my I'm pretty optimistic uh that apple will do just fine with this transition to um apple silicon over the next few years um so there was a lot of talk uh both in the keynote and in the state of union especially about apple silicon and how it will affect uh development um it's uniquely tailored to mac i'll be really curious about the speed of these new machines uh, as they come out there is a developer toolkit that you can uh, rent essentially for 500 bucks which is uh, some sort of mac mini um it is a rental so like you lose out you're out on 500 bucks but you get to use it um until they ask for it back in a year or so or six months something like that um to start developing your apps um they really emphasize uh wanting more performance per watt and i think it makes sense because uh, you can only use so much power before you end up uh, burning out um, and having thermal issues. So I can see why they're doing that. Um, high performance GPU, a lot of talk about how this will work great with pro apps and games, which is really interesting. Um, but as far as developers are concerned, um, a few things. The um, There's two versions of Xcode if you go into the developer website right now. One for building universal apps and one for uh, just a standard Xcode. Um, so the idea of that is you can build a universal app, which will build for both Intel uh, x86 and uh, Apple Silicon as well. Um, so that is available and it does some sort of like app slicing type stuff, essentially, where your executable will work on either device. Um, we also got talk a lot about virtualization, which I was really happy about. We even got a Vapor demo, which is fantastic. That was awesome to see. Um, they're running parallels. I'm really curious how that's going to work with, I guess, so they did say Docker. They're working with Docker to get that up and working on uh, Apple Silicon. So that's definitely going somewhere. Um, I run VirtualBox. I'm curious how that's going to work on Apple Silicon as well. Um, but we'll see how things go. Um, I'm pretty optimistic on that front. Um, a lot of uh, apps and tools have been moving in this direction. It seemed like they really uh, wanted to show off how... Uh, much buy-in there's been from major app developers uh, your adobe your microsoft um they talked to they had a uh, unity on as well so it seemed like they pretty much have their all their ducks in a row more or less other than like docker which i don't think is going to be too much of a big deal they even mentioned homebrew which was fantastic um in one of the slides so like it looks like things are moving along uh as far as apple silicon i think two years is plenty of time to make that transition um, they talked a bit about like translocation. Um, they have virtualization, like I said, with getting parallels up and working. Uh, they have an emulator with Rosetta 2. So like they are making sure this is absolutely prepared for the full transition on uh, Mac OS. Um, and I think it's going to go well. I'm not too worried about it. I think um, it's an opportunity for folks who don't migrate their apps for new developers to come in and, and build those apps. But uh, we'll see how that goes. And, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think this is going to turn out really well as far as the transition is concerned.
so Mac OS has a new new UI design, uh, which is really interesting. Uh, it looks good to me. I'm really, really curious to see how it works in dark mode. I'm a little bit hesitant to um, actually uh, use <laughs> Mac OS um, Big Sur, as it's been named, um, yet. But uh, we'll see. That's probably more of a temptation, honestly, this year than iOS 14 for me. Um, and then... A lot of new widgets. I, I really would like a little bit. I'd really like a little bit more of a solid foundation as far as like Swift UI, Catalyst, App Kit, UI Kit. How how do these things work? How do they work together? Um, where do they stand as far as like which do you use in certain situations? I think you know that could be a great blog post and podcast episode. Maybe if uh, in the future when we have uh, a guest on Swift UI, we'll we could talk about that in a little more detail, but, um, yeah. So that's really about it so far. Uh, those are my quick impressions. It, it was a good, it was a good set of talks this year, uh, or good keynote and good state of the union. Uh, definitely seemed like they were trying to emphasize a lot, uh, in the state of the union about the Silicon, new Silicon chips and, um, how they're going to be ready for it. That seemed like a big part of it. Excuse me. Um, it was a really good keynote and a really good uh, State of the Union. I was really happy with uh, how things went today. Uh, the keynote really emphasized, um, I think the production value was really good. It, it seemed like they knew what they were doing uh, as far as the pre-recorded videos. I can tell it's it's a new thing for them. Um, and I'm glad to see, I'm just hopeful that these betas work. So far, it seems like things are pretty stable. I'm not telling anybody to install them, but... They seem like things are fairly stable and ready to go, and it looks like it's a good, good calm year. Um, my wish is we'll see how Xcode runs. Uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Vadim in our next episode about Xcode specifically and other stuff with WWDC after this week. So hopefully my download uh, <laughs> to Xcode 12 is going to happen soon because I really want to get started playing around with Xcode 12 quite a bit. Um, that's really what I'm interested in. And we'll be talking about that in our next episode. And um, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, good luck this week watching videos. Uh, I'll be busy hunkered away and uh, doing that. And we will talk to you next time about WWDC and what we've learned and especially Xcode with uh, Vadim. So have a great uh, week and talk to you again soon.